Better listen very carefully. A good martial artist does not become tense, but ready. Essentially, at this point, the fight is over. So you pretty much flow with the goal. Who is worthy to be trusted with the secret to limitless power? I'm ready. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another Bulletproof for BJJ podcast. We're glad you're here. We're here to help. I am JT and I'm here with the big clapper, Joey. I was going to say big clap, Joey. That's what it is. When I do a good, you guys don't catch this because it gets cut off, but I do two claps to start the show. Actually, it was in one of our clips because you... you it up. Oh, we get that in? <laughs> nice. Get it on the last I always, you, well, not always. It gets better. Usually, yeah, we do a few episodes, the third one. Oh, man, that was probably my two best claps ever. Should call it Thunderclap. Thunderclap. Oh, also a booty on. reference, which I can get around that. <laughs> get around. If someone could teach me the technique, I reckon I could booty clap with yeah. the best of them. Are we talking about the clap, the chlamydia? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, hey. no. Hey. Lightning doesn't strike in the same place twice. <laughs> thunder, thunder, thunderclap. My goodness, we are talking about the best three lower body stretches that you need for BJJ. Yeah. We have already decided on what this was. These are our big three. The lower body big three. But we're going to break down why you need this. And if you have not seen that video, we will put a link. Nah, bitch. We'll put the card at the top of the video. It's going to pop up now. And this is me telling the editor, Jules, it pops up now. (laughs) There you go, Jules. Yeah, there's, and you just click that and you can see those three stretches. But maybe watch this video to get the context and then go check it out. So to understand it. So one of the biggest problems with jiu-jitsu, whether you play guard or you're passing, takedown, wrestling, judo, any of this stuff that you do with grappling is your hips get very tight. And there's different aspects to the hip. So for us, we're going to start off with our number one stretch – for jiu-jitsu athletes, which is... The wait, n- wait, sorry to cut you off. Can we also just say that everyone's got fucking tight hips anyway? Yeah, Because they're sure. sitting down all the time. Whether you do jiu-jitsu or not. Yeah, you're probably coming in at a low baseline in terms of hip flexibility. And so it's like, then you want to do jits. Good jiu-jitsu requires a lot of hip mobility. It does. Right? Yeah. Like, it requires dexterity and, and range of motion. So if you're not coming in with that, you're always going to struggle with it. And if you've, if you've encountered that, like... You're trying to regard or you're trying to get into this position and your coach is making it look real easy and you're like, my hips don't go there. It's probably a lack of flexibility. It is part of it. And also, if you have tight hips, which you most likely do, you're more likely to get a knee injury because you don't have the range at the hip, the knee cops it. And or a lower back injury too. Lower back injury, true. Number one, cab off the rank, kneeling wall lunge. Now, this is one you may have seen before. Some people call it the couch stretch. So if you, you're sussing it out, we do have a video on it as well, individually. Yeah. It's amazing. Best stretch for BJJ. That's the title of the video. It's up here, Jules. <laughs> <laughs> there it is again. When you are playing guard or even if you're wrestling, tight hip flexors and tight abs, like flexing at the, at the hip joint is a big part of jiu-jitsu. We need to counteract that. What the kneeling wall lunge does for you is basically there's no, there's no room to hide. You get people set up. I find it, it's like the jiu-jitsu man killer. Yeah. I can get anybody who's good at jiu-jitsu and be like, we're just going to do a little stretch. It's going to be real nice. Yeah. Just get the foot up on the wall. <laughs> yeah, and you try and get people to – people are okay in the setup. As soon as they try and elevate the upper body, they're like, oh, my God. What is this pain? Yeah. And um, yeah, I know at least for me, I feel it a lot in top of quad, like 
rectus femoris, rect fem. Uh, it's kind of hip flexor and quad muscle at the top, but then you get that so deep in the front of the hip. Yeah, yeah. So we're talking about all that shit at the front of the body, right? And again, like like from think of from your knee up or your knees running up your quads across your hip to like really your sternum, yeah. like the bot your rib cage, right? All that, and that this is like hip flexor region, right? Yes. But also abs and quads are involved. So sitting all day and shit, whether it's like a lot of guard playing jitsu, it's just sitting at a desk. This stuff gets tight, and so. My big recommendation is when you're setting it up, make sure that you've got, you're in a comfortable position as you set it up because if you try and go too deep into the setup, you will tighten all those tissues up and by the time you're actually trying to do the stretch, all you're doing is arching your back and you get lower back pain. True. And you see this, right, with the really tight cats, like it just hurts my lower back. So you'll see in the way we teach it, you have your foot up against the wall. The trick there is take your knee that is with the, of the leg against the wall, take your knee further away from the wall, even to the point where you don't use a wall. You're just in a lunge position and work with it from there. And as you become, as you develop more range in that position, you can take your knee closer to the wall. It's going to increase the intensity of the stretch. Yeah, definitely. And look, another key tip is this, guys, because you're going to compensate. You're going to move around the issue because you don't want to feel the discomfort because it can be quite intense. To make it more real, because what we're doing, if we think uh, extension is the opposite, like extension is opening up through the hip as opposed to closing, as in bringing the thigh closer to the rib cage, that's what your glutes do. So if you really are being honest with yourself, and most people can't do this, but this is what I do to try and get myself to be real with it. I put one hand on my butt, on my stretch side, and I try and engage the glute squeeze that get glute. that tense and it's you don't have to move and the, the stretch is just dialed up like yeah. fivefold you're like oh my god hard to maintain but even if you work on um actively like contract the glute get that little bit of stretch relax contract relax that goes a really long way to really creating more space there at the front yeah that's the turbocharger number two is the box pigeon stretch so pigeon stretch you may be familiar with from yoga, the pigeon position on the ground. But for many tight jiu-jitsu folks out there, they get pain in their knee or they can't get in the position. It's a bit awkward. So what we like to do is we like to elevate the leg, get you in a standing position up on a box or you could use a couch. Yeah, couch, um, table. Table, anything at approximate hip height so that you can bring your leg across at that 90-degree angle, kind of square yourself up and be able to keep your back straight and sink into that bad boy. And that is possibly one of the most effective glute max stretches that you can get, really. The box pigeon is working the, your hip rotation. And your hip rotates in two directions. It rotates Stop. externally, as in the box pigeon, and then it rotates internally. And if you think about most jiu-jitsu movements, they involve hip rotation. Like think about throwing up a triangle. Think about... Um, uh, think about knee cutting. Like you are using hip internal and external rotation all the time. Now, if you have good rotation, then you're not going to be restricted by anything when you are trying to learn or, or perfect these positions. So, again, opening it up before you train is really going to help you perform better while you're training. But, yeah, I like box pigeon because you can – like it is comfortable, mm. but especially for people who are quite tight. You can kind of – you can lean your weight onto the hands as well, which takes it like onto the box. Softens it a little. Yeah, which takes weight out of the stretch. But if you are feeling a bit more advanced with it, you can take the hands away and then you're placing more load into the stretch. And then if you want, yeah, you can even hinge at the hips, right, to really turbocharge it. A yeah. couple of key points on that. 
Make sure you keep your foot flexed. So the, the stretching leg. Flex. Yeah, pull your toes towards your shin so that you're keeping like a nice 90 degree at the ankle. This is going to help to protect your knee. The other side of it is kind of like you said, try to keep your shin of the stretching leg parallel to your hips. Yes. That's really key. I think for a lot of people who fudge this stretch, they pull the foot in really close to them so yeah. they can get deeper, but you just don't get a stretch then. You're working on something else. Yeah, you're not getting as efficient kind of uh, rotation at the hip. The other thing you can do if you are struggling with this, you can kind of support the knee a little bit more. So, yeah, we put like a a yoga block or a folded up gi or a cushion. Some pillows, yeah. Yeah, just so that you can can actually be comfortably there. The other thing I like to do is bend my back knee and my supporting leg so I can kind of drop into it before I lean forward. And I find I get a bit more stretched there. Yeah, that's nice. By the way, if people really struggle with that, like if you need heaps of elevation for the knee, the lazy pigeon is a nice option. Uh, I'm sure I've done, we've done a video for that on the YouTube, but where you can actually see that, it's in our warm-up and cool-down guide, which you can download for free off our website, bulletproofofbjj.com. Hang out for about 10 seconds on the main page. It'll pop up. You can download it and you can see the lazy pigeon there, as well as the other two stretches, the wall lunge and the next one we're going to talk about. Yes, sir. A lot of the times when you get back pain, it can be a misattribution. You don't necessarily have a back injury if you have pain in your lumbar area. So I'm not going to go too hard with this, but oftentimes when I have somebody who comes to me and says, oh, I'm really sore lower back, and I'm like, how's your hip flexibility? It's usually terrible. It's usually absolutely terrible. And that by stretching your glutes and stretching these other muscles around the hip, this takes pressure off the lumbar spine, and you're actually going to find that this helps free you up. Yeah, and just on that, like what often feels like your lower back... It's the top of your glutes. Yeah, it's like your glute or it's fucking your psoas or it's yeah. like some muscle that's related to the your hip. So ass. So ass. <laughs> I've had lower back pain that many times over the years. Yep. I've never actually injured my lower... Like my lower spine it's, has never been injured. It's right. always the muscles around that around the hips. Yeah. And the top of your glutes, piriformis, all that it refers into your lumbar area. Like if you sit on a ball or you push into it, you're like, oh. Yeah, you feel that nervy. It goes up into that lumbar area. Oh, it sucks. But let's avoid that because for some of you out there, you probably wouldn't realize it, but you have tight adductors, adductors. So that's your inner thighs, your groin. Groinius. Crotch. Crotchius maximus. We are going to hit it with number three, which is the frog stretch, which is very accessible even if you're not someone, the type of Van Damme-esque splits kind of person, it's a very easy position to get into. You're basically kneeling down. You're going into more or less a straddle. If you think of it, it's almost like a kneeling split. But your knees are bent. Yeah, your knees are bent. And you want to have it so that more or less your, your shins are parallel to each other, provided it is not giving you any medial knee pain. Because for some tight folks out there, you might find getting into this position, pulling on the adductors, it, it, can, it can give you a little bit of tightness around the middle of the knee. Yeah, get down hands and knees, pull your knees out a little bit. The and, then, and then, yeah, just like sink down into the forearms and then pull your weight back. And it's, pretty, it's a pretty vulnerable stretch to be in. Oh, yeah. Like I, I often think about it. I'm like when I'm in it, I'm like if someone came and jumped on my back playfully to like take my back, oh. they could tear my shit in half right oh, now. Dude, this is the banana I would split. literally be torn in half, just yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Explosion. So proceed with caution. But it's, it, you know, for, for those who are familiar with our programs, it's like a, a slightly more passive version of like a Cossack. Like the Cossack stretches this same area, just using more load and also with the leg strength thing. More active, yeah. Yeah. So this is a really easy variation for anyone to get into. Some people actually like 
to pull the hips forward. Yeah. And I think at the end of the day, it doesn't matter. Well, I actually like both. Both. So as someone who, who loves a good kind of middle split, uh, I find kind of uh, spending a bit of time putting it – because usually on your elbows, depending, um, you can kind of rock your hips forward so that your hips are forward of your knees, spend a bit of time there, and then rock back. And, it, you know, pushing your hips back towards your heels – will make it more intense in the adductors, but allowing the hips to kind of rock forward and back kind of changes the emphasis on where it is in the stretch. Yeah. And it, it might give you a little bit more relief that it allows you to hang out there for longer. But underpinning all of this, my friends, is the breathing. I think this is the thing. And a lot of people, this is where people are doing it wrong with the stretch. Like, oh, this sucks. I just got to get through it. <sighs> And they just hold it like you know. You, it's a stress response, right? You're in pain, so you're like, right, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna hold my breath. But actually, if you want things to let go, you have to actually breathe out, and that actually allows the body to relax, get a bit deeper, and that's that's where you're going to get the benefit. So if it's so painful, you cannot breathe, like just in a controlled fashion. It's probably a bit too hard. That's yeah, dial it back a little bit and make it manageable. Yeah, for sure. Like with these three, just to close, like we we picked these stretches because one, they cover the three main aspects of the hip where we believe jiu-jitsu people are the tightest. You could also add internal rotation to the mix, but it was like, no, nah, if we had to pick three and four is just a little bit too much. Too much. Yep, so three was like, all right, these are the three. But you can also do them anywhere and you don't need any equipment besides for the box pigeon, something to put your leg up on. Yeah. If I was really tight and I'm that kind of person that's like, oh, I find it hard to do any of this guard shit because of my hips, I would do these before training so that I can train better. Yeah. I would also do them after training because they're going to help relax the nervous system and help you recover. I'm, I'm the kind of person who probably hit it uh, at home before bed, like living room floor type or back of the couch, what, however you make it work for you. I always hit it on the back of the couch. No. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> you too much information no and then, so that's that's the thing the number one thing i would say what are you going to get out of this it is going to help reduce your lower back pain yeah like, unequivocally you wake up in the morning you're like fuck my back's jacked up why is that you have not stretched your hips tight hips is causing you to have a sore lower back you get this in your movement vocabulary you get this in your more regular rotation back pain is going to go down guaranteed Boom, boom. Make sure you watch the video, learn the techniques, use them. Yoo.